Welcome to the Green Feed Podcast. I am your host, Robert. All right, folks, we got a super exciting episode today. We are going to talk about Ping G425 driver iron fairway woods. The whole lineup got announced officially this week. And then what a week for Callaway. We talked Apex irons. We talked epic drivers. We talk Odyssey putters. And then to top it all off, we got yet even more PXG stuff. I know it sounds like we may have a follow-up to last week's episode because it's almost the exact same stuff. But this week, things became official. We have a little bit more detail. So let's hop to it. All right. So like every week, I like to start off with bourbon of the week. This week, we are going with Maker's 46. So uh, Maker's Mark has a limited, not really limited, but a special edition uh, that takes a little bit extra finish called the 46. It's a little nicer version. It has a little bit more flavor, a little higher proof as well. Uh, Very nice bourbon. I'm a fan of weeded bourbons, and this is a weeded bourbon. So uh, definitely recommend it. Definitely try to uh, get yourself some some, uh, Maker's 46. Anyways, pour yourself a glass, sit back, relax, let's talk new golf clubs. All right, so the first one we are going to start with is actually the first release of the year, of the uh, of the week that we got. And those who have been listening to the podcast remember that I did a uh, podcast, heck, I think it was two months ago now, um, about the G425 whole lineup series that I kind of saw was releasing in Japan. Um, well, now it has officially uh, landed stateside, and let's talk about that. So we are going to start with the drivers. I don't want to bore you too much because, like I said, I've already done an episode on these, but we do get three lineups. So we are going to have the LST, which is the low spin tech. We have the Max, and then we have the SFT, which is the straight flight technology. Really the big difference between the three, Max is going to be for – most players, most players are going to want to play the max. It offers the most forgiveness, um, the highest MOI, things like that. When we move into the SFT, we're going to put the weight down in the heel, help that face close a little bit, help it fly a little bit more more left for a right-handed golfer, get more of a, a, of a draw bias on that. And then we end it with the LST, which is obviously low spin tech. It's a technology Ping has had for a while. But what they are uh, promoting with that is just lower spin, a little bit lower, uh, smaller club head, I believe. I think it goes down to a 445, something like that. But either way, really nice looking driver there. So um, the color scheme that they went with is changed up. Last year it was red, silver, and black. This year it's pretty much all red, silver, and uh, some gray. I know silver is gray, but... It's not really, you know what I'm talking about. So black, white, gray, silver, really nice dark colors. Uh, Overall, looks really good. The biggest change that you're going to see with it is honestly the weight in the back. So the 410 was the first driver that Ping introduced that had adjustable weights, and it was a wide range of movement. On the 425, really, they don't move very far, but what they've done is they've really increased the weight of of the weight. I know that sounds weird. They increase the weight in the movable weight. I think that sounds a little bit better. Um, 
And it's going to be about, what is it, 26 grams? So last year's was 16 grams. This year you're getting 26 grams. So with that heavier weight, you don't have to move it as wide and as far to get the same amount of adjustment. So really good looking stuff there. You're, a lot of people are going to be impressed with this driver. Ping makes good drivers. I personally just got a 410. Um, I saw some of the tech that was coming out in the 425. Some of the other pictures and things that I saw from some of the other companies that were coming out this year. I really decided to save the money and go with the 410. And so far I like it. But the 425, some other reviews that I've seen, you do see a little bit of of, um, of added forgiveness and stuff like that. So not a bad upgrade for Ping. Ping's always been one of those companies that will incrementally increase their stuff. You never see huge, huge gains from them when it comes to that. Another cool thing is on these clubs, you are going to get the Arcos Caddy, which is awesome. It has really changed my game and changed how I think of my game. I used to think that I wasn't a very good driver of the ball and that my short game and irons were pretty good. And my stats prove that that is completely the opposite. I'm actually a pretty good driver of the ball. I can uh, putt okay. I'm an okay wedge guy, but I am awful, terrible with approach shots. So it'll be interesting to... Uh, Let's see how the year goes with that. But, um, yeah, overall, the drivers look good. Fairway Woods look good. They got rid of the Turbulators. They now are doing a wraparound crown on these. So the face actually wraps around to the crown, so they weren't able to do the Turbulators on top. So it is nice to see those kind of going away. A lot of people really, really hate those. I personally never been a huge fan or non-fan of it obviously i just got the new g410 and it has turbulators and a couple of range sessions that i've already done with it don't even notice them i mean you can see they're there but they don't bother you when we talk about ping we're also going to talk about new g irons the g series has always been a game improvement lineup from ping and this is really no different what they've done is they've added some a tungsten screw out in the toe it's really going to help it not close quite as fast but that's going to add some stability as well as the tungsten and the heel. When you combine those two, that really increases the MOI. It really pulls that center of gravity low and back. So they're really going to be able to launch high with, with spin. Um, that'll be enough to hold the green. So good-looking club from Ping. You either love or you hate Ping irons. I personally love Ping irons. So it is um, it is good to see see new irons come out. The 410s were pretty successful. I got to say the 425s are using some carbon fiber on the back. I think they look way better than the 410s, at least from the backside. I obviously haven't seen them from the top down, but overall, big fan of what Ping did with their new lineup. You also are getting a new hybrid and a new crossover. Um, I won't go into too much detail about those. It's just not really, it's a hybrid and it's a, it's a crossover. Everything I've read on on the crossover, it seems to be pretty good. But um, overall, nothing game-changing or anything like that coming from Ping when it comes to that. So as I was saying earlier, this has been a huge week for Callaway. Callaway, I, I had seen their stuff, their epic stuff, and I had seen some small leaked pictures of new Apex irons. Wasn't sure when they were going to announce them, but... Um, all of a sudden Tuesday, I 
wake up, I'm getting ready to go to work, and I just see brand new pictures of Apex irons. And let me tell you, do they look incredible. So Apex has always been Callaway's, um, I would argue it's probably their top tier iron lineup, their most popular iron lineup. Every year they come out with, with an iron lineup that corresponds to the driver. So last year we had Maverick irons. But they're just not as popular. They're kind of big, super game improvement, chunkier irons. Uh, before that, you get some epic speed ones. You just, right, they're always coming out with irons that match their drivers. But this year, but the Apex is always on a two-year cycle. It's it's kind of that middle ground for the better player to the, to the more, what's the word I'm looking for here? The higher handicap player. The player who could use a little bit of help. If you're a player that could use some help, but you still like kind of a traditional look, the Apex has always been kind of the iron for you. And we will say this, that in 2021, this is really no different this year. When we talk about the Apex irons, the 2019 irons, whether it's the Apex or the Apex Pros, but really I'm going to focus on the Apex when I say this, were damn near perfect, Right? Everybody loved them. They performed great. They felt great. They sounded great. They looked great. They were they were the bee's knees. Also, I can't believe I just used the bee's knees. I'm, I'm 31 years old and I'm sounding like I'm 90 right now. So uh, we'll just try to move past that as quick as I can. But uh, yeah, those 2019s were, were damn near perfect. And when we talk about irons and being almost perfect we how do you improve upon almost perfect well that was kind of the goal for Callaway this year how did Callaway do it so what they've done is they've really what we've seen from Callaway over the last few years is this actually the last two years is this use of artificial intelligence AI right computer simulations to really work on the face of clubs to optimize launch conditions to optimize spin. Um, where we really saw it was on the Maverick lineup this past year, the drivers. We actually saw them adjust the face design based on the loft of the club, right? A 10.5-degree driver face was different than a 9-degree driver face. Um, the sub-zero 9-degree was different than the regular Maverick face, right? It, it, they're really utilizing AI. They paid a lot of money for that technology, I would imagine. And, and they're really going to put it to work here in these irons. So what they've done is they've actually reformulated the, the face. Um, and they've redesigned it. And it looks like a traditional club face. It doesn't look any crazy design or anything like that. But what they've done is they've really wanted to work on optimization when it comes to these clubs. right? When you have damn near perfect... You need to get as close to perfect as possible again. And how do you do that? You optimize everything. So the face on a 4-iron could be different than the face on the 9-iron in terms of where the sweet spot is or where, where we put the center of gravity or where we mill it just a little bit thicker, where it gets forged a little bit thicker on the toe side, something like that, so that we can really work on the launch and the spin of these clubs and really fine-tune it. So Callaway's calling this spin robustness. But really, it's optimizing the spin and launch of the club. There's nothing too fancy about it. You can call it whatever name you want to. But really, when it comes down to it, um, we're just trying to get everything optimized for for the players. So 
it's really cool that we are seeing this. So an example of this, you know, spin robustness is on long irons. They've designed the face and the weighting in the club where it's going to launch higher and spin lower so you get max distance. Whereas in your mid irons, you're going to get mid launch, mid spin. And those shorter irons where you need that control, you want it to launch a little bit lower with more spin so it gets down and holds that green. Right? So the fact that they were able to use AI to do that is super cool. Another technology that they've really bought into with these irons is going to be the use of tungsten. So tungsten is a very high-dense material. It's a very high-density material. And what they've done is they have positioned tungsten in certain places on clubs to really optimize the launch, the spin, and the forgiveness. So when we talk about this, we talk about the use of tungsten in the longer irons all the way up until about a 9-iron. You're going to get a ton of tungsten low and, and back. And what that does is that increases the MOI. It's going to help launch the ball higher. So once we reach the pitching wedge, you don't really need that tungsten across the whole bottom of the club. So what they've done is they've put tungsten right behind the sweet spot. What that does raises the center of gravity, helps the ball launch lower with more spin. So they've really optimized even the places where they're putting the tungsten to make sure that these clubs perform perfectly. Now, like I said, everyone considered the Apex wonderful for the for the player they were designed for. So when it comes to the look, especially from the top, you got a, a new leading edge, so it's pre-worn, which makes it a little bit softer. And then, you know, you're going to get a, a little bit of rounding on the on the shape on, out on the toe. But other than that, they've kept everything pretty much the same. I'm really excited to hit these. I think they are going to be a huge hit. Um, it's going to be a huge hit when it comes to the, the players' cavity back this year. Stock in those, the stock shaft in those is going to be the True Temper Elevate, which is a nice... A 95 gram uh, steel shaft. It's from True Temper, so you know it's going to be pretty good. Um, it has the VSS, which is the vibration reducing. I think they used to call it Sensacore, and this may be different than Sensacore, but honestly, it's pretty much the same thing. And then one thing I'm super excited for is this new recoil dart shaft. Um, when I was at UST, we actually talked. This was something that they were kind of hinting at. I didn't know much about it. I had heard the name, but I can't tell you much about it, but I am excited. I love my recoils, and I'm pretty excited to see what this dart is and what the dual-action recoil technology means. So it'll be, it'll be pretty cool. And next up, along with that Apex release, the other one is the Apex Pro. Now, what makes the Apex Pro, Pro crazy is they completely redid the Apex Pro. And why I say that's crazy is the Apex Pro is actually used out on tours. So, a lot of times with tour players, they don't like major changes when it comes to their golf clubs. Right? They like a certain look. They like a certain feel. They like a certain amount of spin. They like launch. They like everything to be the same, consistent from iron to iron and everything. 
And what they've actually done, what Callaway's actually done, is they have made the Apex Pro, excuse me, they have made the Apex Pro a um, hollow-bodied iron. may not officially be a hollow-body iron, but it's a hollow-body iron. So i got to say, it's, like I said, it's pretty crazy to watch them do the, this major of a change. The biggest thing we're going to see, again, with is AI technology utilizing that flash face cup to increase the ball speed and forgiveness. And uh, you're going to see a face that's glued into a chassis. So it's it's weirdly forged, I guess you could say. Um, but another big change from this, along with the AI, is just like the, the uh, Apex irons, we are getting some internal tungsten weighting. It actually increases all the way up to 90 grams in a 7-iron. So they're really putting that, that tungsten down low and getting you maximum launch, maximum ball speed, maximum forgiveness with these while maintaining that beautiful Apex Pro look. Now you're probably wondering why does the tungsten stop at the 7-iron? Great question. And I don't have an official answer for you, but the reason I'm thinking is Pros and really good players when it comes to 8-9 pitching wedge gap wedges, what we what we start to see there is those players start to um, they start to flight their clubs. So they're really more concerned with – they don't necessarily want forgiveness, right? If they want to hit a huge cut, they want to be able to hit that cut, especially when they're attacking a pin with an 8-9 and a pitching wedge. So they don't need that weight down low and – pulled back to give them maximum forgiveness, they actually probably don't want that. They want consistency when it comes to 8, 9, and pitching wedge. And removing the tungsten, I guess, will allow them to get that feel that they are looking for. Now, the third and final club that came back was the DCB. I'm not really going to uh, blow your mind or anything and really go too deep into the DCB irons. The DCB irons really are the apex. They just put it in a bigger chassis. Wider sole, thicker top line, longer blade length, things like that. We can go deeper into it, but really there's no reason to. All right, so we got apex on Tuesday. On Wednesday, what did we get from them? On Wednesday, they actually were silent. Okay. So on Wednesday, there was there was silence from Ka from Callaway. So you're like, okay, they got Apex Irons. The um, the show's in a couple of weeks. They'll probably debut uh, the driver then. And they said, nah. You know what we're going to do? We are going to... We are actually going to surprise you right here. And we are going to throw down a new putter on Thursday. They said, yeah, 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 No, we uh, we see you. Wednesday, we're going to give you new irons. Or Tuesday, we're going to give you new irons. Wednesday, we're not going to think much about it. You're just going to kind of be quiet. You're just going to sit there, let you, let you soak on the apex irons. And then Thursday, boom, new putter. Oh, my goodness. I'd seen some pictures of, the, of these kind of circulating. But I wasn't sure what to think of it. But it is official. We are getting new white hot putters. Now, you're probably thinking, hey, wait a minute. White hot 
is their lineup they always have. They have a White Hot Pro. They've had a White Hot XG. No, 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 no. These putters are called the White Hot OG. Why the OG? Because they are going back to the original White Hot insert. Now, you're probably wondering, again, why the hell would Ca would Callaway slash Odyssey go back 20 years in terms of their in terms of their technology who would do that you're not seeing anybody come out with 20 year old driver technology and why would they right but what's crazy when you actually think about this is the white hot insert is still played by players on tour so the white hot insert is this cult legend people still love it everybody asks for it. hey when are you bringing back the original white hot on tour it's still played by a lot of guys a lot of guys love the original White Hot. They may not love the uh, White Hot XG or the White Ice or anything like that. But the White Hot has always, always been super popular. And so Callaway, Callaway and Odyssey just said, you know what? Screw it. Why not give the people what they want? Everybody loves the White Hot insert. We're going to give them the White Hot insert. So we're getting it. We're getting it in a couple of models. Obviously, we're getting it in the number one head. Right, obviously the the most popular head, the um, rounded bumpers, the original Ping Anzer Anzer style. We're getting it in the Fang version, the number seven. And on the original one, there was a number seven, but it was not the Fang number seven. It was actually the old school rounded with the um, with the plumber's neck. We are getting a Rossi. We're getting a Rossi S. I forgot to mention that the uh, 7 also comes in a slant neck S. We're getting a 2 ball. We're getting the number 1, like I said. And then we're getting the number 1 wide. So that kind of bigger blade that we see. So what, they've, what they're doing here is giving you that original insert, that soft yet firm insert that everyone loves, but they've put it on a mill chassis. I actually went out when I saw these were announced. I went to my local um, club store, my used club shop. Uh, shout out Lose Golf in uh, Carrollton. Big fan. Go say hey to Kevin over there. Kevin is one of the nicest guys in golf that I've ever met. Got to go shout out Kevin. So uh, big ups to Kevin here. But I went in there, and I've been on this like putter kick that I've just kind of wanted this putter lately. I've just wanted a putter, like a cheap used putter that's like 30 bucks. And I went in there a couple of weeks ago, and they had this used Kurt, Kurt Curry uh, copper putter that I was kind of eyeing. Well, I finally got up the nerve to go buy it, and I walk in. When I say I got the nerve, I don't even know why I'm saying that I got the nerve. It was 20 bucks. I can go buy a $20 putter if I want a $20 putter. But I finally convinced myself to buy it. I think that's probably the better one. But I walk in. They just announced the White Hots, and I was not playing golf when the original White Hot came out. White Hot came out 20 years ago in 01. I didn't pick up a golf club and really start playing until probably 06. So I don't remember the original White Hot. I've always seen it as this old putter, like this older putter that I didn't want to play. But I but I walked in to get the to get the curry. I had the curry in my hand, and I'm walking past this other putters. And I see he's got an original white hot number one. And I decide to pick it up. I roll a couple of putts with it. And I can't miss. 
And I had missed a couple with the curry, but I'm always I've always been a big fan of Kurt Curry, especially his copper stuff. I actually have another one as well. But I'm rolling a couple of putts with it. And I'm like, damn, this thing feels pretty good. And I roll a couple of more. I roll a couple of more. I look at the price. It's 30 bucks. I convince myself to buy it. I put the curry away. I buy it. I bring it home. I hit a couple of putts with it. And I see why I see why people still talk about it. That is an incredible feeling putter. So really cool to see it come back. What is a little crazy is to see that they are jumping it up to 220 for a steel shafted putter. 270 if you want the stroke lab shaft. So, you know, I'm not saying Odyssey's not a premium brand. Odyssey has always been a very good brand. Odyssey's the best brand for putters, in my opinion, when it comes to um, inserts and being very accessible. So it is a little disappointing to see this price out at 220 I normally think Odyssey's 120 125 So to see them at 220 kind of... It's a little disheartening, especially considering they're using an old insert technology. So it's not even like I can say like, oh, it's got micro hinge like their last ones. So kind of a disappointment there. But overall, big fan of this putter release. Just wish it was a little bit cheaper. I will say before I move on completely that they are beautiful. The bottom of them is beautiful. The weight in the back, the multi-material on the bottom, the adjustable weights. I think, it, I think they look great, and honestly, hand to God, are probably one of the best putters I've seen from a major manufacturer in a very long time. So I, I think they look better than even some of their um, Toulon stuff. So big ups to, to Odyssey on these. I think they look great. They look incredible. They're beautiful. So way to go, Odyssey. So we got irons from Callaway on Tuesday. Wednesday, they took the day off. So actually, let's just go back through this week. Monday, we get new ping lineup, top to bottom. Okay? Then we get Tuesday, we're hit with new irons from Callaway. Wednesday, they gave us the day off. Everybody was like, hey, it's been a lot this week. Why don't we take the day off? Thursday, boom, new putters. Wasn't expecting them, new putters. Today, I wake up, right? I'm like, oh, man, I got a recorder. Uh, I meant to record a podcast last night, but I got to record one tonight for sure. Wake up this morning, plan out my day, think, all right, go to work, come home, podcast. You'll be good to go. We can get all this. We'll knock everything out. What a crazy week. Wake up this morning, boom, epic drivers. Couldn't believe it. It was insane. What a day. What what a week, right? So let's just let's just talk about the new epic drivers and how – awesome they look so the first thing like i said they look awesome i think this is one of the better looking drivers that i have seen from callaway in a very long time the green and the black look really cool this piece in the back it almost looks plastic i think that looks great the the green isn't over the top it's a very bright green though but it, it's subtle the way they use it i just looks great great looking club now if you follow me, which I hope you do, I, I hope you I hope you're a big follower of mine. I hope you are on all my social media platforms, things like that. You've actually seen this driver a couple of months ago. I did a whole write-up on it. I said everything I thought about it. I speculated wildly on it. And uh, actually, come to find out, I am kind of smart when it comes to this kind of stuff. So 
When I take a look, the first thing I noticed was the use of um, the the actually the first thing I noticed was a new jailbreak check. We'll go over that in a second. I noticed that the um, toe area was carbon fiber, and it looked like that Max driver was going to be a little bit um, of a what's the word I'm looking for here it was going to be a little bit more forgiving than the um, and probably wasn't going to be their player lineup. And I nailed that one because that weight is a little bit towards the heel and the max. And then I did notice the um, max LS was going to be low spin. That weight's a little bit more in the middle, things like that. So um, let's just start with the whole lineup. We are going to start with what makes them the same. So what makes all these drivers the same is the the most common thing is going to be the new jailbreak speed frame. I'm sorry, jailbreak AI speed frame. Okay, so again, more artificial intelligence coming out from Callaway. Like I said earlier, they invested a lot of money in this technology and they're going to get their money's worth. So we all know what jailbreak is. If you don't, jailbreak was two titanium bars or steel bars, whatever metal it was, that went from the bottom to the top of the face and it made it, it just produced more bounce back basically and created more ball speed across more parts of the face. Well, it's always been a technology that they've had since the first Epic and it's made its way through Rogue and Epic Flash and it made it through Maverick and now they've decided to change it up. What they've done is they've added two new points that it connects down at the bottom so you can actually see it on the tech on the on the uh, on the sole of the club and they have attached it all the way up to the top. So they've made it more of a frame rather than a just two bars there. So what they're claiming is that's going to create a higher COR for any given CT. You're going to get uh, it's more effective at stiffening the bodies in vertical and horizontal so you're going to retain all that ball speed. Like I've said, a bunch, ball speed, ball speed, ball speed, ball speed is king. Okay. They've also redesigned the face for, again, max forgiveness with AI, ball speed. A term that keeps popping up for Callaway this year, though, 100%, is spin robustness. Right. Like I said earlier, that just means spin optimization. And this press release is no different. What we're seeing here is a is them utilizing that AI technology to get best spin and launch numbers as possible. So if if you hit it out on the toe, what what it's going to do is it's going to help the ball stay up a little bit, increase spin. You remember when TaylorMade introduced Twist Face? They're kind of doing the same thing. Now, the caveat with that is TaylorMade didn't invent... Um, something like Twist Face. They were the first to market it. Everyone's been kind of doing that. But they've really optimized it with these Callaway drivers. So there you go. You know, heel, spin stays down, doesn't go as far um, to the right in spinny. Out on the toe, ball's going to stay up and not just duck hook out of the sky. All right. Another thing to notice is the new crown. Okay, so what we get there is they've advanced, they're calling it an advanced composite design, whatever that means. Um, but basically, 
what we're seeing with it is it just makes the club lighter. So it saves them 18 grams, which really is pretty crazy to think about. When you actually like sit down and think about 18 grams on a driver, you can do a lot with that. Um, what they've done is they basically moved the carbon fiber even closer to the face. So it's going to give that the, – the 18 grams allows them to pull the weight further back, things like that. So they can do a lot with that. It adds a little bit of forgiveness according to Callaway. Um, my assumption would be if you take the weight out from the top, it allows you to move that weight to the bottom. So that's kind of my thought there. Um, it allows you to move that weight low and back, which helps increase the forgiveness. All right, so we have these three models. The speed, so the speed will be the first one we talk about. Now, what makes that kind of different? The speed is definitely going to be for the uh, player who needs a little bit more help. It's going to be max ball speed, max forgiveness, max everything there. And so the the first biggest thing you, you'll notice with this is a new shape on the club head. Um they call it the cyclone arrow shape. Basically what it does is the taller front edge versus the old Epic, right? And what that does is that's going to lower drag, which helps increase ball speed and head speed. And what they're saying is versus the Epic flash, you can look to pick up eight tenths to even one and a half miles per hour in speed. So that's actually a pretty big deal. It also, like I said, is going to get that speed frame. But really, it's going to be the one that's designed to help help the players hit the ball the straightest. Guys who need extra spin, need a little bit of extra help. The epic speed is going to be great for them. The next one up is going to be the max driver. The max driver is um, the most forgiving club out of all of them. Weight low, lowest further back. It's got a sliding weight that I hope you turn the ball over. Um, either right or left, so it can max max fade, max draw. You will see a little bit of that. Um, let's see. The the max, like I said, is going to be the max forgiveness, um, the one made for most players. Just like Ping has the, the Ping max, you can kind of expect the same with the Epic max. And then finally, we have the Epic max LS. LS stands for low spin. So what that does is those guys who really get, who spin the ball a bit too much, those guys who uh, maybe swing faster, they launch it too high, it spins too much. This is just going to move some weight forward. And what that does when you move the weight forward is just lower that spin. It's, it's nothing too crazy. It does have a very high MOI for a tour driver at 8,400 plus. But it does give it, – it will give you really good forgiveness, right? Something that happens when you get a low spin driver is you tend to get those knuckleballs. Or spin can be good for helping with forgiveness, right? If it spins more, it goes up a little bit. It doesn't go as far offline. The spin kind of keeps it stable. So with the low spin model, you do still want that forgiveness, and you are going to get it with this Max LS. Now, what Callaway's saying with these is that Tour loves them so far, but really, when was the last time that they didn't love something that we came out with, right? When was the last time you heard that 
oh, hey, we're releasing this, but all of our tour players hate it. So that's kind of dumb. So I don't really, I don't, I don't put much stock into the staff players loving it. All right, and then finally from Callaway, we got new fairway woods that go along with the new epics. So um, what you're looking at there is something that Callaway is calling Velocity AI uh, Jailbreak AI Velocity Blades, which are basically thinner jailbreaks. They're, they're wider, but they're thinner, I believe. Um, overall, these clubs do look pretty good when I look down at them and see these pictures. I think they look great, so... Um, looks like you're, we are getting a max lineup as well as a speed lineup. And let's see, are we getting an LS? We are not getting an LS, I don't believe. But the uh, max and the max and the speed, they both look good. The speed's going to be a little bit bigger, a little bit more robust, things like that. So, all right, so that is this week. Actually, hold on, I'm sorry, I forgot. I forgot to mention that um, we got new PXG drivers. I'm so sorry about that. Uh, we had some drivers hit the conforming list. We're looking at the 0811 lineup. So we have the XF, the XT, um, and just the, the regular X. When we really kind of look at them, we got three weights. The XF has it down in the heel. So kind of looks like a prototype driver that came out a while ago. Overall, I think it looks pretty good. PXG has really been bringing out some really good-looking stuff lately and not overly expensive. Um, one thing we can see on it, like I said, we don't know much about it, but we do see AV Carbon Fiber Tech pretty prominently on the sole. So I'm really curious what that means, what that's going to look like, what that does. Um, I would guess that it means they're using more carbon fiber. But I can't say for sure on that. I know the driver that launched last week had a lot in like certain areas throughout the club. Like I said, don't know much about it. But I would imagine these should be coming out pretty soon. We may see them around the time of the PGA show. So, but we do get the one, two, three, four models. I think, let's see, one, two, three, three models. So, Overall, if you're a big PXG fan, their stuff's not bad. I do think it can be priced high sometimes, but it does always look good. I will give uh, Mr. Parsons that. It does always produce a beautiful-looking club, so um, really hope that this one comes out. We get more info on this soon. Like I said, it could be coming out at the show. We just don't know. But speaking of the show, I am excited to announce that I am Doing the show this year, I am going to the PGA show, and by going, I mean it's taking a pl taking place virtually this year. So I am working hard to set up some cool meetings, set up some really good interviews, do some cool profiles on some companies. I'm working with, um, I'm trying to set up things with small independent companies such as Indie Golf. We'll talk about their stuff. All the way up to the big guys like Bridgestone. I'm, I'm, I have an appointment set with Bridgestone so far. Um, be prepared to see a lot of cool content, content that week. I will be doing these interviews. Um, I'll probably be recording them via Zoom, things like that. And I will just post them to the YouTube page. Obviously, I'm going to have to get some consent from these guys. Uh, don't want to do anything that jeopardizes any kind of relationship I could even possibly build with them. But we are looking good to do some really cool stuff with them. So... Um, 
I hope that you guys follow me for that. I hope you get a nice little, um, some cool pictures and some cool experiences and kind of live vicariously through me to go to the PGA show. So if you got any questions you want me to ask anybody at the PGA show, please send those along. I will try my best to get those sent in. If not, please follow me on all social media channels. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Instagram is the green fee. Facebook is the green fee. Twitter is the green fee one. Unfortunately, there is another green fee. I am the best one, I believe. I don't even know the other one. I don't even think it really tweets. Um, follow me on YouTube. There's going to be some cool PGA show things and ideas that I have for that. And then finally, like, please, please, please like and subscribe to this podcast. Review it wherever you get this podcast. Any kind of ratings things always help me out. Reviews always help me out. Tell your friends about it. Like I said, if you can give me one person you know who is interested in golf at all, send them my way. I would love to talk to them and uh, have them follow this podcast. If you're a new listener, I want to thank you very much for showing up and uh, listening. Hope you like and subscribe. Follow me, like I said, on all social media platforms. Until next week, hit them straight.